Today's broadcast of Bagels and Blessings has been previously recorded at an earlier time. Shalom Chaverim, that's Hebrew for hello friends, and Shabbat Shalom, that's Hebrew for Sabbath peace. This is Ethel Chadwick. Welcome to another week of Bagels and Blessings. Little by little, I'm going through the list, and I have a few names left that I met at the Messiah Conference this past summer. So today, you'll hear my interview with Lydia Jacobs, and of course, I've got great music for you. Stay with me, and I'll be right back. and Blessings is a ministry of Congregation Shema Yisrael. We are a messianic congregation made up of Jews and Gentiles who believe that Jesus, or Yeshua, is the promised Messiah. Our services contain Jewish liturgy and Davidic dancing, and we celebrate the Feasts of Israel. We meet at 250 Edgewood Avenue in Brighton, and our services are Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Please join us for worship. And while you are in the building, be sure to check out the Fig Tree Messianic Bookstore and Gift Shop. Now open Mondays from 6 to 8 p.m., Tuesdays by appointment, Wednesdays from 3 to 8 p.m., Thursdays from 3 to 6 p.m., and up to 30 minutes after services on Saturdays. You can call the Fig Tree Bookstore at 585-484-7775. The Fig Tree Bookstore and Gift Shop is a great place for books, CDs, cards, jewelry, and so much more. So be sure to check them out when you visit Congregation Shema Yisrael. And now, when you make a purchase at the Fig Tree Bookstore, you can fill out a raffle ticket. Those names will be drawn for a prize from Bagels and Blessings. So those of you in the Rochester area, be sure to visit Congregation Shema Yisrael in the Fig Tree Bookstore and fill out your ticket for a chance to win a prize from Bagels and Blessings. Last week I mentioned that I was turning 70 and I just have to give a shout out to my family. Oh my goodness, they threw me the party of all parties, a surprise party for my 70th birthday. And it was complete with an amazing slideshow and balloons and little Oscar trophies and a kind of like an Academy Award theme. Oh my gosh, it was so much fun. The room was just 
filled with people that I love so dearly. And I just want to praise God for 70 years on this earth and for a wonderful family. Hallelujah. So, you know, I think I'll play that song that Sarah Lieberman sings so beautifully. Great is the Lord. Hallelujah.
give him some praise in Jerusalem. I'd like to thank Excellent Air Heating and Cooling for sponsoring Bagels and Blessings. Give them a call today at 585-889-7840. They're a family-owned and operated business. Their prices are fantastic. They will take care of your air conditioner in the summer and your furnace in the winter. Give them a call today because they love the Lord and they are excellent. Excellent Air Heating and Cooling, 585 585- 889-7840. This is Ethel Chadwick. You're listening to Bagels and Blessings. Don't you get excited when you hear children singing songs of praise? This next song is from Joshua Aaron, and it's called, I Just Want to Praise the Lord. You don't need to play the drums like Ringo You don't need to play guitar like George Just grab a tambourine and let go Come turn your gaze up to the Lord I just wanna praise the I just wanna praise the I just want to praise the Lord I just want to praise the I just want to praise the I just want to praise the Lord You don't need to play guitar like John You don't need to play piano like Paul It doesn't matter you're off key or off tempo Make a joyful noise unto the Lord Whoa, everybody now I just want to praise her I just want to praise her I just want to praise the Lord I just want to praise her This is Joshua Aaron, and you are listening to Bagels and Blessings. And now here's Liberated Wailing Wall. 
The blind men see and the lame men walk. Oh, when Yeshua was made. The dead are raised and sorrow tends to pray. Are set free. Mercy's found and the grace of God Bagels and Blessings is a ministry of Shema Yisrael Messianic Congregation. Your tax-deductible contributions will help keep this program on the air. Make checks out to Shema Yisrael, that's S-H-E-M-A-Y-I-S-R-A-E-L, and please put Bagels and Blessings on the memo portion of your check. Send your contributions to Bagels and Blessings, Post Office Box 192, Scottsville, New York, 14546-0192. And you're invited to come and experience Messianic worship in person Saturday morning at 10 a.m. 2.50, Edgewood Avenue in Brighton. As I have grown in my faith, I have learned the importance of spiritual warfare. And I have learned how powerful the name of Yeshua is. And so this next song from John Waller is a reminder that we need to kick the enemy to the curb and we need to command these unclean spirits to leave in the name of Yeshua. Fantastic song called Our God Reigns Here from John Waller. Spirit of death You have no place here command you to leave in Yeshua's name. Spirit of fear, you have no place here. I command you to leave in Jesus' name. You're not welcome here. So you 
Yeshua's name Envy and jealousy You have no place here I command you to live In Jesus' name And go back from where you came Our God
1 John 4.4 says that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit living in you, is far stronger than any attack by the devil. So be encouraged and pray. Pray without ceasing. Again, that was John Waller. Our God reigns here. Hallelujah. Well, stay tuned for my interview with Lydia Jacobs coming up shortly, but we have time for another song or two before that, so stay tuned. Next, here's a group called Heart Cry of David, and this is called King of Glory.
Yes, indeed, he is the king of glory. All right, I have something really important to announce. If you are living in the Rochester, New York area, I am doing another book signing. I think most of you know by now that I published my first book. It's called Mama Ethel's Guide to Love and Healthy Relationships. It's full of scriptures and pictures and relationship advice and personal testimony. And I'm going to be doing a book signing at Soho Bagel Cafe. It's on West Ridge Road in Stone Ridge Plaza. And that would be on Sunday, February the 11th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Again, I'll be doing a book signing at Soho Bagel Cafe on Ridge Road West in the Stone Ridge Plaza on Sunday, February the 11th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. And I would love to see as many of you as possible. And now it's time for my interview with Lydia Jacobs. Enjoy. Lydia Jacobs, welcome to Bagels and Blessings. Thank you. It's so nice to have met you at the Messiah Conference. I, I was able to meet a lot of people and take down their names and numbers, and little by little I'm getting around to them, and I'm anxious to hear your story. So I will start with the beginning. Tell me a little bit about how you were raised. Were you raised in a Jewish or a non-Jewish home? I was raised in a Jewish home. Both my parents are Jewish. Um, we were... Um, between conservative and reform, basically, I, I remember attending a conservative temple when I was really little and then switching to reform temple when I was a little bit older. Um, I got saved when I was nine, so most of my childhood was in the Messianic congregation. How did that happen at such an early uh, age? Yeah, so um, my mom was good friends with a Christian lady at work, and um her friend kept, you know, she would witness to her and my mom would, you know, not be very interested, but she knew that my mom really liked music and is really, you know, open to listening to new kinds of music. So she invited her to a couple of concerts. It was back in the 80s. So it was like, I can't even remember who she listened to, but it was, you know, back then. And um, so my mom started, you know, really becoming drawn through the music um, and started attending church with her friends sometimes. And um, ended up getting saved. Um, my dad, it took a little longer. You know, of course, my mom was witnessing to him, and he was, you know, basically was like, well, if I if I wanted to marry a Gentile, I would have married a Gentile, you know, type deal. Um, but slowly, he became a little bit more open to, um, I call it the carrot cake testimony, <laughs> because my dad really loves carrot cake. And... Um, my mom's friend would start at that time and started inviting my mom over for Bible study. And so my mom kept trying to invite my dad to Bible study and he would say no. And so one day my mom told her, her friend to make carrot cake thinking that would work. And sure enough, my dad went for the carrot cake. Um, 
but while he was at the Bible study, he started listening in and, you know, reading along. Um, I guess he borrowed a Bible or something, and they were reading um, the book of John. And my dad started seeing all these things that he'd never really heard before, you know, growing up in the Jewish home himself. And after, it wasn't too long after that, that he became a believer too. Um, and so after that, my parents, well, my dad went through this time where after he became a believer, he didn't really want to be Jewish anymore. Um, so we had been keeping kosher and we stopped keeping kosher. Um, we stopped going to the temple um, that we were going to and started going to a church um, in Rochester. And, um, and after that, so, um, you know, they started taking my brother and I to the to church with them and we went to a kids church and that's where I really first heard the gospel was at kids church. Um, it was in some ways about church. Um, I didn't know much about what was going on. Um, they, at the time that we were there, there was a movie called a thief in the night and they were showing it at kids church and it really scared me because it shows what happens if you don't believe in Jesus. Um, and you know, you go to hell. And so I obviously did not want to go to hell. And they had an altar call um, one Sunday and little Jewish girl that I was, I, I didn't really know what was going on, but I, I went up to the, to the altar and I prayed. I didn't really pray. I just kind of sat there or kneeled there. Um, and so I don't think that was really my, you know, I don't, I don't view that as my moment of salvation. You know, that was just kind of like, you know, I don't really know what's going on. Um, but um, on the car ride home, you know, we were talking to our parents about what was what was going on. And they explained, oh, so they, you know, they wanted you to, to, you know, believe in Jesus. And they, my mom started telling me in more kid-friendly way, like who Jesus was and what he had done for us. And so at that point in the car, um, I prayed I, for real. And I asked Jesus into my heart. So that's how I got saved at nine. Fantastic. So pretty much from a young age on, you grew up in a believing home. So was there a point in time where it really became real to you and not just because this is what mom and dad believed? Yeah. Um, when I was a teenager, um, I went to a, well, we went to a Messianic congregation. Um, we were living in a small town outside of Buffalo at that point. And the town we lived in obviously did not have a Messianic synagogue, so we would drive to Buffalo um, each week. But they really didn't have a youth group there. And so there was a church, like, right across, you know, not across the street, but pretty close to my house that um, my brother and I started going to youth group there. And um, then, you know, we it was mostly games, and, you know, we would talk about the Lord and stuff. But um, after a couple of years, I think I was a junior in high school, um, they started something called growth group where we would actually like dig into the Bible and really study. And that's when I think I really first took on my faith for myself because it was, you know, seeing things for myself and learning more about Yeshua um, and really um, figuring out what I believed. And then um, in college too, you know, I went to a Christian college um, took a lot, I, I, made, I minored in Bible, so I took a lot of Bible courses and really, again, um, took on my faith for myself. And it sounds like you never wanted to be too far from your, your Jewish roots. Um, no. 
I'm wondering, how would you say your life changed the most from who you were before really committing your whole life to Yeshua and then after? In what ways did your life change? Um, I think my life changed the most um, during that growth group time. Um, you know, there were, you know, by that I was in high school and, you know, like, things happen in high school. You're offered things, you're, you know, expected that you're going to do certain things that, you know, as a, as a believer in Jesus, like, I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. So I don't, I don't think I changed per se. Um, but I do think that I was, I, I was able to, you know, the Lord protected me from certain things. Ah, wonderful, wonderful. And so, Lydia, tell me about your life today. How is the Lord using you today? Okay, um, well, I'm a teacher. I teach special ed. Uh, I'm in Little Rock, Arkansas. Um, I, um, for a while, when I first moved to Arkansas back in 2014, I was living in a small town, and they, of course, didn't have a temple. They didn't have, obviously, a Messianic congregation. They also did not have a temple. So I went to church. Um, you know, I, I switched churches a couple times. I started out as a Baptist church and then went to a more charismatic church um, and then ended up as kind of like a cross between the two. It was a very, um, it was a non-denominational church, but much more, it wasn't as charismatic. Um, and then when I moved here to Little Rock, um, I started going to a church here. Um, and it's a big church. It's about, I mean, it's not a mega church, but I'd say probably 900 people. Um, and so, um, you know, I, I felt like most of the places I'd been to growing up, and even in um, when I first moved to Arkansas, they were smaller churches. And so um, I felt like I get to get to know people. And so I'm still at my current church um, that I go to, you know, the one with 900 people. And there's a small group I attend and some things that I, you know, women's Bible study I participate in. But I miss the smaller feel. And I also miss being Jewish. Um, and so I discovered a, they call themselves a Hebrew church. Um there's not many Jewish people actually that attend, but they do do all like a lot of the the, the customs and the they do some liturgy. Um, they do oneg. Uh, they read the they um, we have a Torah study after the service every Saturday. Um, so that's what I've been up to lately um, is attending there, and we're going to be celebrating Hanukkah as a congregation. Um, you know, coming up this you know next week. So. Fantastic. Wonderful. Well, it seems that with your various church connections, you have an amazing opportunity to teach people about the Jewish roots of their faith. Because I'm sure when people find out that you're Jewish, they're going to have all kinds of questions. Is, does that happen they a, a do. lot? They do. And I, I'm actually within my small group at my bigger church. Um, that's where it comes up. You know, so we'll read something in the Bible during our Bible study and it'll you know, be, oh, oh, Lydia, what do you think of that? Or, you know, what's the Jewish tradition behind this? Or, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, usually during the holidays, too, you know, during Passover, I got a lot of questions, um, you know, and things like that. Um, but, yeah, it is, it is a really cool opportunity to be able to share that. Um, and even here at my school, um, next week we're doing holidays around the world, and obviously one of them will be Hanukkah, so I'm going to kind of spearhead that and teach the kids how to play dreidel and talk about the menorah and, and stuff. Excellent. I would imagine that you must have just 
been thrilled being at the Messiah Conference to finally be around people that celebrated a messianic lifestyle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Other than what you're experiencing. Was... I know you were experiencing it with that group that you just found, the Hebrew Church, but it sounds like you didn't have a whole lot of opportunities to do that with people, so I can imagine you must have just been so happy at the Messiah Conference. Yes. Do you go to that every year? No, um, the last time I had been was when I was a kid. Um, I hadn't been to one because one of the, the congregations that I, when I was a kid, they were um, MJA. But then um, the one that I, I was at when I was older, you know, teenager, young adult, was UMJC. So I did go to the UMJC conference a couple of times, but I hadn't been at the Messiah conference in a long time. Well, we are all one in Messiah, Jew and Gentile, one in Messiah, and mm-hmm. it's just wonderful to hear everyone's story. I'm wondering, do you have a, a favorite Jewish holiday and or a favorite scripture? Hmm. Well, my favorite scripture has always been Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, uh, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean on, on your on understanding, in all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will direct their path. And that's what I call my life verse. Because I've been through so many things, and I've done so many things, and I feel like all the way through the Lord has been there guiding me through all of it. Um, My favorite holiday, I want to say Passover. I just really like the Seder and the order of it and just how scriptural it is. Yeah, I have to agree with you there. There's so much symbolism with Yeshua and you know, finding out that the Last Supper was a Passover Seder was really amazing for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, that is amazing. Well, before we end our time together, I'm just wondering if there's any way you'd like us to be praying for you? That's a good question. Um, I think just pray, um, you know, that I can continue to, you know, be participating in the... Um, the Hebrew roots, the Hebrew church, and that I'll be able to kind of, you know, if they need, you know, I can be a, a source, a resource for them, um, that type of thing. Absolutely. May the Lord continue to use you to share your faith with your students, with your fellow congregants, and may he bless you with good health. May he give you favor in all that you do in the name of Yeshua. Amen. And wow. Well, this is wonderful. And is there anything else that you would like to share with the listeners or anything that we don't know about you that you want to tell us? Or is this good for now? Oh, this is good for now. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for being my guest, Lydia. And I hope we can do it again sometime. Thank you. Shalom, shalom. Shalom. This is Ethel Chadwick. You're listening to Bagels and Blessings. That was my interview with Lydia Jacobs. And next, here is Sue Samuel with Matovu.
Okay, here's Baruch Adonai with Joel Chernoff.
This is Joel Chernoff, and you're listening to Bagels and Blessings. Don't you just love it when an artist takes a completely secular song and then turns it around and makes it all about God? Well, here's Becca Shea with The Middle. I'll take my seat right on up there. Nothing compares, and I believe that I am an heir. It's time to declare that you're my guy, and I'm so blessed. I've been predestined, and I am yours, best possession. So draw me closer. I wanna be real close. Grow a cock dish, take over. Let your glory overflow. But she. Israel, Yeshua, you call me your own, hallelujah, Baruch HaBaboshem, Yahweh Adonai, my El Shaddai, Mashiach. Next up, Jonathan Sattel with Ani Ma'amin, I Believe. Shelema, Bavi 
Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. This is Ethel Chadwick saying, Shalom Alechem, peace be with you. Remember, every day of your life is an opportunity to be a blessing to someone. Thank you so much for listening to Bagels and Blessings. Shalom. Shalom.